Elon Musk puts Twitter over a barrel. It looks like the United States is a social experiment, and we are failing. Uh, we can learn something from China about all this. We'll talk about it. And calling the people from Disney groomers is really a charged accusation, according to the Washington Post. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Last Thursday, last day of the week. So going to Mexico tomorrow, you already know that I'm going to go hunt for ghosts tomorrow uh, on Saturday or Friday night, Saturday. I'm assuming it's going to be Saturday because Friday I may want to stay in a hotel and not, you know, I'm going to be tired. We're going to be driving six hours. So, but anyway, um, let's take a look. There's some big news out there. Elon Musk is freaking the world out. Now, I did talk about this last week. Uh, you remember about last week or week two weeks ago, Elon Musk, the owner of Tesla and SpaceX, bought 9.2% uh, of te- of Twitter, becoming the majority owner. Twitter offered Twitter offered Musk a seat on the board of directors, and Musk initially accepted. But then, I guess he must have read the fine print because that he declined the offer right before their first uh, board meeting. Of course, people were disappointed. People like me were disappointed. We're like, okay, well, it would have been nice if he could have gone on the board and did something about Twitter. But a lot of people said he's got something up his sleeve. Uh, Turns out that if he had joined the board, he would have probably not had a lot of say into what the company does. And he would have been limited to buying only 15% of the stock. Well, Musk is making a huge move, and he made it today. In a $43 billion move, Musk has decided to buy Twitter outright. And then he's going to make it his own company, and he's going to turn it to a private company. He sent a letter to the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, with his intentions, which, by the way, of course, he posted on Twitter. Then he sent a letter to the Twitter to Twitter's board of directors. Here's what he wrote. Chairman of the board, I invested in Twitter as I believe it's a potential to be a platform for free speech around the globe. And I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy. However, since making my investment, I now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve the societal imperative in its current form. Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company. As a result, I am offering to buy 100% of Twitter for $54.20 a share in cash. a 54% premium over the day before I began investing in Twitter and a 38% premium over the day before my investment was publicly announced. My offer is the best and final offer and if you and if it is not accepted, I would need to reconsider my possession as a shareholder. Twitter has extraordinary potential. I will unlock it. Signed Elon Musk. So basically, Twitter is backed into a corner. It has two choices. Accept a very good offer and let Elon Musk own all of Twitter. Elon Musk will fire everybody. He will make the company private and he will open Twitter to everyone. Or he do- or 
Musk dumps his stocks, Twitter's stock goes into the crapper, and it will kill anyone who's been investing into Twitter. The shareholders become pissed, and then a whole new world is opened to the brand new CEO, who, by the way, believes in censorship. You know, this is great. This is like a soap opera. Elon Musk is an American hero. And you know something? He'd also create diversity in the social media space among its leads. He'd be the first African-American owner of a social media company. Uh, Elon Musk is uh, South African, by the way. So it's going to be fun to watch what uh, it's going to be fun to watch what Twitter does. They have till April twentieth, four twenty, which is the pot day, to make their decision, and then I, that that day is six days away, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen. All right, in the next story, I I, I just wanted to throw this in there because it relates to our third the uh, opinion piece I'm going to go through. Um, so Hollywood is committed to putting LGBTQRSTUWVX dash crap into the movies they want to show in the United States. One of the things the pundits point out is that they should do this in countries that do not embrace this LGBTQ crap. Well, we have an answer how they're going to deal with that. According to Variety, References to a gay relationship in Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, were edited out of the movie by Warner Brothers for the film's release in China. Only six seconds of the movie's 142-minute runtime were removed. Di- removed Dialogue that has been edited out alluded to a romantic past between the male characters Dumbledore, which is Jude Law, that's kind of a strange pick, and Grindelwald, Mads Mikkelsen. Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling revealed that Dumbledore was gay in 2009, but the movies had never explicitly referenced the character's sexuality until this third Fantastic Beasts entry. Now, you know, first off, I, I just think it's such a waste to actually throw something like that into a movie. I never understood. But I don't. doesn't matter what I understand. J.K. Rowling did it. She wrote the bloody Harry Potter, Potter series, and she can do whatever she wanted. Of course, it wasn't in the Harry Potter series because it wasn't relevant. It was made for kids. And by the way, J.K. Rowling, who politically I don't agree with on like 99% of the issues, she's against the trans thing, so she doesn't go too far. She's just a feminist, and I think she's. I don't think she's a very good writer, but I, I understand what she went through to write, and I, I give her all sorts of crops, props. If she wants to sit back and put a gay character in her books, okay, even after the books have been published, good for her. I, I don't care. I'm a writer. I, I believe in poetic license. I believe you should do whatever you want. So that's fine. I also don't blame Warner Brothers for doing what they're doing. China's a huge market. Now, I would never want my product in China. That's where the sin comes into play. But Warner Brothers has a commitment to their shareholders. And China is a huge market. I would want my movies in China also if I made them and, and ignored the, 
you know, unfair trade practices, the manipulation of weak countries for control, the suppression of their people, the overtaking and suppression of Hong Kong, the threats to Taiwan, the concentration camps, the genocides. If I could ignore all of that, I would be, I would want to put my movies in China too. So if we remove six seconds from a movie to please them, I would do it. I know you're hearing from the right right now that how hypocritical this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. But I think conservatives are really looking at the wrong thing. They're really analyzing something that isn't that relevant. And they should really look at this in a different way. This is not a moment to piss on Warner Brothers. This is a moment to learn something from this. China says Warner Brothers can't have their movies in China unless they take it out. Or they take out the gay stuff out of the movie. A total of six seconds. Now, here's the thing. In the United States, they wouldn't do this. They'd ignore it. They'd absolutely ignore it. They'd say, well, you know, that's your problem. Deal with it. You know, here's what we need to do. Stop going to see the movies. Now, I'm not saying the government should go in and ban the movie. That's not what I'm saying, like China is doing. Hey, China doesn't like your politics. They'll ban the movie. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if you know there's a gay scene or there's a scene in a movie you're not appreciative of, don't see the movie. It's really that simple. Yeah, Guess what? You will survive not seeing the Dumbledore thing. Like, you don't like what Disney does. Get rid of your Disney Plus. Don't watch Disney movies. Because you don't appreciate their, their slant on everything. I, I would say 50, if 50% of the people believe this, if 50% of the people who didn't like what Disney was doing, didn't like what Warner Brothers was doing, didn't like what J.K. Rowling was doing, just stop reading their books, stop watching their movies, Disney, Warner Brothers, and everybody else is going to sit there and stop doing that. And I got news for you. It's not 50% that think the way we do. It's easily 60 to 75%. The don't, the, no, I'm not going to call it the don't say. The parental rights bill in education in uh, Florida proves that. 65 to 70% of Democrats believe the bill was okay. So just stop seeing the movie. Next time your kid wants to buy a pair of Nikes, tell him where that came, comes from. That's from Chinese slavery. The $200 you're spending on that Nike cost them maybe 10 bucks to make the shoe. That's all I do. It, it, it drives Josie nuts because I won't see that. I got rid of Disney Plus, which I'm gonna, I created a video for it. I just haven't posted it yet um, because I didn't want to deal with China. I don't want to support a company that actually hates the United States. Nike, Nike and Disney really just hate the United States. They hate the way it is. And I don't want to support that. So, China, who deals with things with an iron fist, guess what? Be the iron fist as the consumer. Because unlike China, they got to worry about all the consumers, and all the consumers have to say is, you know what, I'm not interested. Thanks. Ciao. I, I'm not going to watch the movie. I wanted to see the, the Kenobi series, Star Wars series. I want to see the next Mandalorian. I want to see the next... But, again... Disney Plus supported something I don't support, so forget it. I'm not going to give them my $11 a month. Screw them.
I'll wait till I'm sure eventually I'll be able to see Kenobi and the rest of the Mandalorian and all that crap. And the Boba Fett series wasn't that great. So I'll get over it. Okay, so speaking of grooming kids, uh, we talked about Disney and their need to spread gender ideology through their films. Of course, they're getting killed right now. If you didn't, if you forgot what I had just mentioned, uh, people are dropping Disney Plus subscri subscriptions. PolitiFact, a left-wing site, said Disney lost about 350,000 subscribers in the last two weeks. Not going to Disney World? They're not going to Disney World? They're not buying their Disney crap. So it's turning out to be really bad for Disney. Now, of course, the media is running to their defense. Disney's defense. And and me the media should run to Disney's defense because they caused this crap in the first place. They're the ones that pressure Disney to do this. Now, they say, oh, well, the employees. No, the employees. There were 200 employees that actually threw a fit here. We're not talking, Disney has like 70,000 employees. And two, about 200 threw absolute fits about this whole thing. The media has a tendency of calling Disney and asking them what they think of the Don't Say Gay Bill, which, by the way, isn't called the Don't Say Gay Bill. It's called the Parental Rights and Education Bill. But they ask, and then Disney has to give an answer. This is how a lot, this is how things like Media Matters, Matters does it. This is how the Washington Post does it. The New York Times does it. CNN does it that way, too. So you know that the media now, who forced Disney to do what they're doing, they have to come to their defense. Well, they're, gonna, they're coming to the defense, and they're going to do it in two ways. Neither is going to work, by the way. The first way is Disney is absolutely right to be angry to because of social justice and whatever. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to say. And then the other way is that conservatives are causing trouble. You hear this all the time. Conservatives pounce. Republicans pounce. Republicans, you know, they always are very vicious, very violent. So in the Washington Post this weekend, a writer named Christine Emba wrote an opinion piece called Mickey, He's a Groomer Too. So let's, let's read this article and see if we can make some clarifications here. Here we go. Psst, have you heard? Mickey Mouse is a groomer. So wrote the American conservative senior editor Ron Dreher, one of many on the far right who lately have wielded accusations of pedophilia and child sex abuse to slime opponents, real or cartoon, of, Flor of Florida's parental rights in education law more broadly known as the Don't Say Gay Bill. Okay, first off, <clears throat> way to start the article. I Right off the bat, you're, you're, I, I'm raising my hands up, and that's why I decided to read it. It's like, oh, God, these, these guys are way off right off the bat. Okay, um, I'm tired of every conservative who writes something that the left doesn't like far right, like they're Nazis or something. He Okay, so here's a little bit about... Rod Dreher, and I, I have read his stuff before. He has a blog called The Conservative American. It's not a Nazi blog. It, I'm sorry, it's not. He's anti he's a typical conservative. He's anti-abortion, pro-free, pro-free uh uh business. Um 
you know, everything a conservative would be, pro, pro-guns, things like that. He's written uh, several books about religion. He's written, written about religion, politics, film, culture. He's wrote for the, written for the National Review, the National Review Online, the Weekly Standard, Wall Street Journal, Touchstone, which is not a right-wing site. Touchstone is a, a left-wing group. Men's Health and the Los Angeles Times. Again, Los Angeles Times, not a right-wing source and other publications. And he's written several books, most of them promoting one of them that I have read called How Dante Can Save Your Life, about which basically is about religion. As a matter of fact, one of the reasons I wrote the book I wrote, which is about um, Inferno, is because he, he his writings kind of encouraged me to, to write it. Also, the reason the bill is more broadly known as the Don't Say Gay bill is because dumbasses like Emba have pushed that name. That's not the name of the bill. It's never been the name of the bill. Don't Say Gay became the name of the bill because CNN, MSNBC, ABC, Reuters, AP, uh, CBS, um, ABC, they all pushed the name. So it became known as the Don't Say Gay Bill. Hey, I was caught in it. I, it took me a while to figure out that it was the Parental Rights in, in Education Bill. I got caught in that Don't Say Gay. I won't call it that anymore. That's not what it is. And by the way, here's something really bizarre. You can also call the bill the Don't Say Straight Bill. Because no one can teach K-3 uh, K through three children, grades K-3 through three children about sex. Whether you're straight, whether you're gay, whether you're Catholic, whether you're atheist. Anyway, let's get to this article. Because this article, I love Washington Post articles because they're very short and they get straight to the point. So let's read this and I'll comment as we go. This was part of the extended salvo. Quote, about the term groomers, end quote. Dreher later clarified, quote, It's usually used to describe pedophiles who are preparing innocent kids for sexual exploitation. I think it is coming to have another somewhat broader meaning. An adult who wants to separate their children from a normative sexual and gender identity to inspire confusion in them and to turn them against their, their parents and all the normative traditions and institutions of our society. Yeah, I think he's absolutely right here. I don't know what could be wrong with this. So, continuing the story. Ostensibly... Then, this reckless deployment of highly charged accusation is meant to keep kids safe from sexual confusion and harm. But the groomer discourse isn't really about safety. It's about control. And it could end up doing much more harm than good. The groomer talking point has been taken up by political spokespeople, Fox News hosts, and conservative celebrities, who have used the term to describe anyone from educators who let it slip I, all you have to do is look at um, uh, is look at TikTok to know that it's not just slipping. They're actually doing this on purpose. That they have same-sex partner to the to the mouse himself. Disney is under fire in conservative circles. There's there's the key word. Disney is under fire from conservatives. Okay, Disney is under fire from conservative circles for having opposed Florida's bill. The suggestion 
is that by introducing or simply being willing to introduce children to questions of sexual orientation or gender identity, educators, educators risk making young people more, more vulnerable to sexual pre predation or abuse. Indiscriminately labeling, labeling teachers pedophiles will, keep, will help keep, keep kids safe. First off, 60% of Democrats think that it's weird that teachers talk about sexual identity and sex with a five-year-old. I'm thinking it's not only conservatives here that are questioning the grooming techniques of teachers. I also want to point out that there, more, there is more sexual abuse in public high schools than there ever was in the Catholic Church. We know that for a fact now. There was a study on this. We don't know who's grooming for sex, we, but we also don't know who isn't. And the public school systems, it has happened. But I also want to clarify, I think that this goes beyond just confusing kids about gender. I think this is grooming. I said for a while, pedophilia is getting a, is getting a break here. So I will accuse all teachers that decide to bring their sex lives into this classroom. I will accuse them of pedophilia. Because if they're not grooming the kids for them, that teacher to have sex, they're grooming the kids for someone to have sex because they're normalizing sex. And they're normalizing perversions. Like man being a woman. That's a perversion. Like a boy having sex with another boy. That's a perversion. So I will call them out as pedophilias. I, I know that a lot of folks like to use, like to bring up that, you know something, it's, it's not about the groomer is just more of a broad term. It's politically grooming the kids. I'll go a step further. No, I don't think it's groom, politically grooming the kids. I think it is grooming the kids for sex. If not for that teacher, for some other teacher, and one more thing, I don't want to hear a leftist or a Democrat screaming about charging words and terms, making them charged and violent and all that crap. The left has been doing this forever. They charge, change the definition of racism. They loosely throw the term phobia around. They make up new phobias. And by the way, I don't even think they know what phobias are because half the time what they're calling a pho fat phobia is a thing. Well, it's not really, if you're not attracted to fat people, that's not a phobia. That's, I don't like fat people. What's ironic is that she, that she says conservatives use the term groomer outside the standard definition. By the way, but it, it is in the same article... She uses a supercharged don't say gay bill. And why is she doing that? To control the narrative. So she sits back and she uses charged language to control the narrative. We used charged language to control the narrative and we're bad people. Okay, continuing here. Of course, if conservatives really wanted to keep children safe from sexual predation... There is much they could do besides smear Mickey Mouse for occasionally sporting a pair of rainbow ears. No, no, no. They are making films that normalize trans and gay issues. They said they were going to do it. 
They said they were going to do more of it. They are. They admit they are. They admit in the past they were just kind of sneaking it in. Now they're saying they're not going to sneak it in. It's not that Mickey is wearing rainbows, rainbow ears to represent the LGBTQ community. That's not it. She's just lying. Obviously, she didn't hear the interviews, the the talking points during that Disney live stream meeting that I showed you last week. Okay, she continues. They might have spent more time closing the loopholes in Tennessee's... This is terrible here, by the way. Tennessee's Republican proposed common law marriage bill that would have legalized child marriage. An amendment to address the oversight was added to the bill only this week after progressive outcry. Yeah, in other words, they made a mistake. So, yeah. They might turn a more watchful eye toward members of their own party. Florida Representative Matt Gates, for instance, is actually under investigation, be careful here, to determine whether he had sex with a minor and engaged in sex trafficking. Gates has emphatically denied the allegations. A little bit more to the story than that, and we'll get to that. Of course, the Washington Post doesn't actually report these stories. We'll get to that. They could have vocally supported legislation like the Emergency Funding for Child Protection Act, which was meant to support programs to prevent child abuse and neglect during COVID-19. The bill was eventually folded into the American Rescue Plan, which didn't receive a single vote. Okay, bunch of things here. This is projection. Hey, don't talk about us. You did this and you did that. And here's the problem. None of that stuff happened. Okay, the Tennessee bill was an oversight in the language. They found out it was an oversight in the language and they changed the bill. And by the way, it wasn't just progressives. The Republicans saw that too and they're like, oh, wait a minute, we got to fix this bill. They fixed the bill and they changed it and then they voted on it. And the Matt Gates investigation start, started over a year ago. Do you notice Matt Gates, one of the strongest Republicans in the House, they're not talking about this anymore? That's because they're not investigating Gates anymore. They're investigating the guy who accused Gates. And it ended up being, what are they accusing of? Blackmail. And don't even get me started on the American Rescue Plan. The reason we're playing $200 a gallon for gas today is because of the American Rescue Plan. You can't walk into a grocery store, buy two packs of bubble gum and a Coke without spending 50 bucks. That's because of the American Rescue Plan. The American Rescue Plan gave lots of people money and we were in the middle of a supply chain crisis and we didn't even need the American Rescue Plan back then. By then, we were done with the American. We were done with COVID back in February when this thing passed. Okay, she continues. None of this is happening which indicates the frenzy about groomers and pedophiles is not about children well children's well-being rather it's it's being used to manipulate a narrative and to discipline companies individuals and even kids themselves the mickey is a groomer attack stems from the idea that the best way to punish disney is not getting in line with florida law to accuse the corporation of pedophilia okay um no the best way to get in line is not punish the, punishing them by accusing them of anything. The best way to get in line is cancel your subscriptions. Don't go to Disneyland. Don't go to Disney World. Don't buy the Disney crap. Don't watch Disney movies. 
That's what's happening. And that is punishment. You watch. In a month, Disney will completely go back. They're either going to wait for this thing to blow over or Disney will completely backtrack. I got a dollar that says they backtrack because I don't think it's going to go away. Anyway, continue here. And the tossing around of highly charged phrases is meant to silence teachers and educators in a way that legislation never could by equating certain... This is legislation. What is she talking about? This is legislation. By equating certain teaching material with pornography and teachers themselves, especially those openly LGBTQ, with sexual predation. Okay, to say that teachers in Disney should be talking about sex without parental permission is not in the best interest of the child. I know, that's a weird concept. I remember, I didn't even know, I didn't know if my teachers were gay, straight, married, non-married. One teacher, I found out, and this was in eighth grade, I found out she was married when she came in pregnant. We had no idea. I'll go a step further. If these people feel the need to talk about sex with a five-year-old, they are groomers. They are pedophiles. Even if they don't want to have sex with the child, they are prepping the kid to think it is natural for the five-year-old to have sex with with a real pedophile. That's grooming. And, by the way, how narcissistic do you have to be to believe that your thoughts on sex are so important you need to spread them to a five-year-old? I have read some of the material that they are showing in public school libraries right now. Oral sex, masturbation, sex toys, and sex toys and gay sex sex can be found in these books. There's a cartoon that somebody just released showing a guy with a 72-inch penis. That's not an exaggeration. I'll probably throw it on the I'll probably throw it on Rumble. This is pornography. Okay, continuing. As I'm, jeez, I thought I was going to get off early today. As a conservative pundit, Jesse Kelly put it in Twitter. It put it in a Twitter thread that was later deleted. Call called them groomers and pedophiles if they oppose it. By the way, he was suspended. I bet you a dollar he was suspended from Twitter. That's why he pulled it. He didn't pull it because he was wrong. He pulled it because he was suspended. Jack Prosabic was also suspended for calling people groomers. And the good news about Elon Musk is they reinstated that guy really quick. Do you know why they reinstated it really quick? Because the whole board is scared crapless of Elon Musk. Anyway, continuing. Put them on the defensive. Make them afraid, he continued. You have the high ground. Use it and destroy your enemy. That, by the way, would be why he pulled the tweet. That would be considered violence against others. It's a cynical exploitation of loaded language that make bad faith attacks. It's also a way to for parents to control what their children hear by making them making anything that they oppose, same-sex marriage, say or gender identity seem beyond pale. Is she kidding? The left has used loaded loaded language on an hourly basis. She did it a couple times in this article. We talked about this before. She's doing the same thing. She's accusing us of doing what they have always done. Continuing. Although I don't agree with the tactic. Yes, she does, because she uses it. I do have some sympathy for the motive. 
Uh, it's understandable that parents want to be the ones to teach their children what to believe. It's worth asking just how early children need to be exposed to certain information about sex, or whether certain gender ideologies need to be discussed in kindergarten in a kindergarten classroom. Yet taken to the extreme and equating the early sex education with grooming is certainly extreme. These valid questions disappear in a haze of QAnon-inflected invective. She doesn't have sympathy for the motives of the parents. That's a lie. How do I know? She's equating to the parents who like the parental rights and education bill, which, by the way, a majority of Democrats in Florida agree with, to QAnon members. By the way, is that high-charged language? Now, I would say, yes, it is, because QAnon is an evil... I don't even know what QAnon is. Okay, continuing. Plus, parents aren't always right. And being involved in curriculum formation and teaching while worthy goal, while a worthy goal does not mean controlling it from the top down. Sooner or later, all children become their own people. Or at least they should. And oversheltering can leave children more open to harm. Okay, Parents may not be right all the time. We're not. I'm not. I was I was a good parent. I was a great parent. Same with my ex-wife, who I can't stand. I thought she was an okay parent. But they do have more of an interest in their kids than, let's say, the government or government-sponsored teachers. I think if we've learned anything over the past year, or even in our lifetimes, the government has also been wrong quite a bit of the time, if not most of the time. The difference between being a parent and being wrong and being the government and being wrong is that a parent will try to fix things. The government, as we learned, just doubles down on the wrong. So I don't want parents, I don't want government making decisions. Let the parent make the decisions. And this brings us to the big point. They don't want parents to be parents. The government wants to be the parents. These are the government's children. When a teacher says, my children, he doesn't even know the last names of any of this chil- of those children. He is, he or she, or it, whatever pronoun they, these people like to use, they sit back, they don't care about those kids. If they did, they wouldn't be discussing sex education with the kids. Last paragraph. This new vocabulary game might end up backfiring. The conservative movement's insistence on brandishing hyperbolic language will make their complaints sound less credible, not more. And if everything is grooming, soon nothing will be, which means parents may find it harder to call out real instances of abuse and predation when they do occur. In that scenario, Mickey won't uh, won't be the one who is lost. You know something? I agree with this. Do you know why? Because the left has been using this stuff and now no one's listening to the left. You're called called <coughs> You're called a racist? So what? Everyone's called a racist. You're called a phobic of something, whatever? Well, yeah, but you guys call everybody you don't agree with phobic of whatever conversation you're talking about. She's right here. Because we see it's happening with the left. People do not buy the left's crap anymore. 
But the difference is we're not sitting back and destroying. We're not sitting back and going into everything and using this kind of charged language. I don't think groomer is a charged language. I think that's pretty much what they are. And I will have a debate with anyone. Well, groomer means pedophile. Yeah, and they are preparing these kids for pedophiles. Either him or whichever pedophile happens to come around. So, great article. I love this article. And this is the typical article. And this wasn't the only article about Disney this weekend. They had another article with Disney's, Walt Disney's third niece something or other complaining about this. So, that's okay. All right. I hope you folks have a great weekend. On Monday, hopefully, I'll have some great stories about my stay in a haunted room. Take care of yourself. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>